What's going on, everybody? Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Marley, and welcome back to The Writer's Block. This is the podcast where we explore the thoughts, the conversations happening between the songs that ultimately inspire the music. Look, I want this to be a chance for artists of any medium to take a step back, find new inspiration, and hop back to it. Hopefully, this podcast gets you out of that rut that we call The Writer's Block. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the podcast. My name is Marley. If this is your first time here, if it's not your first time here, my name is still Marley, but welcome back. Thank you so much for showing up. Thank you so much for returning. Uh, It means the world to me. Per usual, today is Wednesday. I'm going to tell you about the weather. Yes, I am. Um, And I don't know why. I think at this point it's like an OCD thing, to be honest, but it is sunny here in Salisbury, Maryland. I think it's supposed to be like 94,000 degrees today. Um, so, you know, make sure you dress naked. Um, I am really excited about today. I've tried this podcast now in this episode three different times. Um, and I haven't gotten it. It didn't feel right. And I am one of the people who, if it doesn't feel right, I try not to force it. I'm just moving on to the next thing. Uh, And I think that I've landed on something great. I am excited about this uh, episode because it's something that I've not done yet, but it's something that I feel like the podcast should be doing. You know, um, I said in the beginning that this podcast is a podcast that talks about the conversations between the music that ultimately fuel the music. So for this episode, I am playing you guys a song that I have not released. I am letting you guys hear this song. And I am going to talk about the song. This is not going to be a long podcast. This episode isn't going to be a long t- uh, a long episode. I'm not going to take up a bunch of your time. But I love sharing my music with you guys, obviously, because I'm an artist. But I really do. I do love sharing the music. And uh, there's more to, there's more behind the music. There's more to me. There's more to everyone. And I think being an artist, you open yourself up to that revelation, right? You allow people to see um you and and i like doing that sometimes um but today i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna play this song it's not out yet like i said but the song is called fall apart i'm really excited about it when it does come out i think it's well it's gonna be soon um so be on the lookout for that but anyway without further ado here's fall apart Throwing stones in a house that's made of glass I can feel it when we crash Yeah, this was just a flame Cause we never seen the match I'd be in and out your heart I didn't mean to cause you pain I just hate to get attached Yeah, I knew it from the start That this would never last I don't wanna press my luck So I don't ever hit you up I don't ever bring you round I don't wanna let you down But I've been like this for forever I know how to play the part So if we ever last forever That's when I know we'll fall apart Some people make it way too easy Some people gotta make it hard 
So that is Fall Apart. Obviously, there is more to the song, but I am only going to play that much today. Um, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, very, very excited about it. Um, because I am doing this for the first time, I am sharing new music with you guys, and it feels amazing. Anyway, um, getting into this song, you know, this song came from a very interesting um, place. Interesting methods were used. This was the first time, or yeah, this was the first time. No, it was the first time a song was completed doing this. I had originally wrote the song or tried to write the song, but it didn't feel right. And like I said, if it doesn't feel right, I'm the type of person to just stop. Uh, I I can't force it, especially when it comes to music. Um, when it doesn't flow and it doesn't feel right to me, I just know that it's off. And I don't think that people are going to resonate with it. Um, now, maybe they will. I have no clue. Maybe that's the wrong thing to do. I have no clue. But that's what works for me. So that's what I do. But I had originally written this song and I actually had the note here and I found it in my phone um, because I didn't even know it was here. I thought that I had just done a whole different method. But um, the original lyrics were these. And then I'll tell you about how I ended up getting to those lyrics. But the original lyrics were, I've been here before you, huh? I adore you. But if I'm honest, I get bored and start exp and, then, and I start exploring. I love you when convenient. I start to think I really want to mean this. Remember all our Polaroids, memories that I won't avoid. I spread them on the floor. Why she ghost the boy? That is a weird, that's a stupid line. Why she ghost the boy? Anyway, she still haunts me. You might be an option. I know that you want me. I do this too often. I can tell you want to last. I can tell you want me to tell you all the dreams that I might sell you. Gonna be facts. I don't know what I was writing. This is crazy. Um, which is probably why I stopped writing it. Um, for this song, I actually ended up using an SM58. Um, and I sat down in front of the computer. I played the record and I just mumbled my way into words. Um, I believe it's called Top Lining. Um, and it's basically where you start putting a melody together and then you kind of, you know, figure out the words from there. For me, this completely worked and it's, it's something that I don't do it all the time. I think every song is different. Every song, uh, every song needs something different and it needs a, a different method. Each song is an, an, an individual, right? Like it's, it's, it's something new. Um, but it just so happened that for this song in particular, um, that method worked. So I use the SM58 for scratch audio is what I call it. Um, it's me just kind of getting these ideas out. And what I love about that process is I'm not overthinking. If you're a writer, I'm pretty sure that you already know what it's like to overthink. Um, and for me, when I'm writing and, and overthinking, I end up editing myself. I end up censoring myself while I'm writing. It's a crazy thing, a phenomenon that we'll call Marley. Um, but yeah, for this, I ended up just taking an SM58, sitting in front of the, the, the track, recording whatever came to mind. And um, a lot of it didn't make sense. Some of it did. And from those pieces that made sense, um, you know, I actually got the song. And like I said, the song's, called fall apart but uh what is it about well here we go let's get into the nitty-gritty of it the song is about tiffany 
Um, and you know, if you don't know, Tiffany is my current girlfriend, uh, and don't tell her this, but this song is about her. It's like, anyway, I'm sure she's listening. Hi. Um, the song starts out. Well, first of all, to give you guys some context, Tiffany and I dated in 2015, 16, I don't know, but it wasn't a long time that we dated. Uh, I don't think that we were in the right places, essentially. Um, I think two things need to happen for people to work out. Um, And those things for me, in my opinion, are timing and chemistry. Um, And I think that timing can largely influence chemistry. Um, Obviously, you get into more things from there, but, um, you know, those are two precursors to a start of a relationship to me. Um, At that time, I was just getting out of a relationship and obviously, you know, there were things, it was a terrible breakup um, for me, at least. I don't know if she cares, but um, it was a it was a terrible thing. It was a hard thing for me. And um, I just wasn't ready to get into a, a new relationship. But I did because, well, we're going to mask this pain, right? Um, the song starts out, or well, just a little bit more. Um, so yeah, in the relationship with Tiffany, um, things are good, things are bad, things don't work out, right? Um, ultimately we didn't work out at that time. Uh, and so the, the song starts out and I, I wrote this song well after, um, we had broken up Tiffany and I, and most of the songs are like that, to be honest, where it's, um, it's an introspection. It's me thinking back. Um, on these events and, and, you know, pulling from those experiences and writing them, writing them. And it's funny because the SM58 method helps with that, right? Like I believe in my subconscious, right? My subconscious writer knows everything that has happened and can fully process it. Um, it's only the conscious that's like, nah, we're not saying that. And so by doing the SM58 thing, it definitely helps that conscious just kind of get out the way and that subconscious just pushed through but anyway um the song starts off uh i knew it never last because we were throwing stones in a house that's made of glass i can feel it when we crash um this was just a flame because i never or because we never seemed to match now like breaking that down obviously um i knew it never last right we know what that means but for me starting a song with that uh top tier top tier writing okay Simply because um, it already tells you what's going to happen. It gives you this idea of, oh, the song I'm listening to, the relationship that's unfolding in it, um, in it, it's not going to last. And that was, you know, the thing for Tiffany and I. It didn't last. Um, ultimately, it did, I guess, sort of. But anyway, it didn't last at that time. Um, so starting the song with that, to me, it was just a great move. It was a bold move. It was good writing. Um, I knew it never lasts because we were throwing stones in a house that's made of glass. We all know that idiom. We know that phrase, throwing stones in a glass house, right? People who um, both have issues, uh, pointing out each other's issues, uh, that's throwing stones in a glass house, right? So that was the same thing. You know, I don't think that either of us we're really ready. She may tell you she was, I don't know, but, um, it, we just didn't line up. 
And so disagreements or, or arguments that we may have had or feelings that we harbored or whatever came from a place of rocks in a glass house. You know, it was, it was very, um, I'm pointing at you, but there's three fingers pointing back at me. I always say, and I've said it in podcasts before that people are mirrors, right? If, if you are a person who hates when people are late, chances are you may be late yourself or it was something that you've dealt with. It, people show you you, right? You see yourself in that. And so it, it was the same for, you know, Tiffany and I at that time. Um, it just, it, it, it didn't work out because of those thro- those stones. Um, but anyway, uh, we were sto- throwing stones in the house that's made of glass. I can feel it when we crash. Anytime we disagree, I can feel that, right? I'm sure she could feel it, but I can feel it anytime, anytime we disagree, anytime we're arguing, anytime we crash or clash. Um, here come the stones, right? Here's the issues that we're facing. And, um, yeah, that's that's a tough thing. And in relationships, that's where communication comes in. And I don't think that uh, I know that Tiffany and I didn't really have great communication the first go around. And it's something that we're working on now. You know, I think that in relationships, communication, um, patience, all that kind of stuff is something that's worked on every day. You know, we're not perfect. We're two people. Um and I'm not even saying just Tiffany and I, but like we as humans are not perfect. We as humans are two people in relationships. Um, and for some people it's more than two, but, uh, you know, those things have to be worked on daily and, um, it's important to do that. So, um, I can feel it when we crash. Yeah. This was just a flame cause we never seem to match. Ooh, 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 ooh. Double entendre time. I love wordplay. If you don't know, I absolutely love wordplay. I came up in rap. Um, that was the first thing that I that I did with my music making ability. Um, and in rap, there is wordplay, right? And it's so much fun. I remember listening to Lupe Fiasco and just being blown away with his his use of wordplay. Double entendres. Eminem was another guy who who did it a lot. Uh, the list goes on, but those were the first like two people that I really grasped this concept of wordplay. And it's really cool to be able to sing songs and still incorporate that use of wordplay, um, even when I'm not rapping. And so, you know, we were just a flame and because uh, we never seemed to match. Obviously, that first go around, it was something quick. It flickered, right? And that's a flame. You know what I mean? That's, that's that uh, white, hot, kind of love or whatever that rose colored lens type thing right um this flame and it burns bright or you know it's nice but it doesn't go for a long time right um and the word play there is because we never seem to match match flame right amazing i know thank you anyway um but it, it still lends itself to the story right and that's important i think in writing um or it, even if you're not a writer, just as an artist in general, you can have all these embellishments and the fun things, but if you're not telling the story, if it's not pushing the narrative, what are you doing? You know what I mean? So um, for Tiffany and I, you know, we were a flame at that time and we didn't really seem to match. Um, there were some times that, that we matched, but ultimately 
at that time we didn't. And, and that's relationships for you. To me, you know, there's two things that are kind of precursors to relationships. It's timing and chemistry and chemistry can be built through the timing, you know, um, but, and obviously there's more things that go into it, but I think those are two big things initially. It's timing and chemistry. We already know that the timing for Tiffany and I was off simply because I was just getting out of a relationship and she was in a whole different place. She was looking for a, a steadier relationship or a steady relationship. And I just, I really wasn't at that time. And so the timing was off Now the chemistry was there. Um, but I think you have to have both, right? I think you have to have both of those to really get a nice start at that relationship. And Tiffany and I just didn't at that time. So, um, we never seen the match. I'd be in and out your heart. Um, I, I, uh, I'd be in and out your heart. I didn't mean to cause you pain. Um, but I just hate to get attached. And so I was, I was in and out of her heart in and out of her life. I was kind of, um, playing games, she would say. <laughs> Tiffany would definitely say I was playing games. So yeah, I was in and out of her heart, in and out of her life. Um, just because, like I said, I wasn't ready and I, I wasn't committed to, to that at all. Um, and so that line pretty much speaks for itself, you know? Um, yeah. And then it ends the verse with, um, I knew it from the start that this would never last. And I like that because it's kind of this, I don't know if that's a round robin or not as far as literary terms go, but it feels like it should be because I ended up looping back to the beginning. You know, in the beginning of the verse, I said, this would never last. Um, and at the end, I'm now saying, um, you know, it, it, I knew it from the start, not only of this verse, but of the relationship that this would never last. Um, so the verse for me was just a beautiful depiction of Tiffany and I's relationship. The first go around the pre-hook. Um, yeah, that's a pre-hook. So I don't want to press my luck. So I don't ever hit you up. I don't want to let you down or I don't ever bring you around. I don't want to let you down. Um, those are pretty self-explanatory. Um, you only get so many times at a well, you only get one time at a first impression, but you only get so many times to get it right in people's lives. Like people don't want you playing with them. Right. So anything past that threshold, you're pressing your luck. And that was the thing that I was doing with Tiffany at that time. Like I was pressing my luck. So I never hit her up. I, there was a time where I stopped hitting, hitting her up. I stopped hitting her phone because I knew that pretty soon this is, this is gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, wear out my welcome. Right. Um, the next part of that is I don't ever bring you around cause I don't want to let you down for me. Um, I heard once somebody said that for the first, I think three to six months, you can hide who you are in a relationship. After that, it becomes very difficult. And most people can't, unless you're like a sociopath or something like that. But um, that's the case here, you know, not the sociopath thing, but I didn't bring her around because sooner or later she'd see behind this, this mask and ultimately it would let her down. And that's, 
more of an insecurity on my part. There's things that have been worked through or still working through in therapy. And, um, but yeah, at, at the time it made sense and it still makes sense to me. It's just not something that I'm actively living all the time now. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't, I don't want to let you down. That came from a, a place of just insecurity, you know? Um, but anyway, so now we're in the hook and this is my favorite part because the beat drops is amazing. I love it. Um, and it's, I've been like this for forever. Um, I know how to play the part. I'm a people pleaser, my guy. Um, so as a people pleaser, you kind of, you almost become this chameleon, you know, and I can be in certain situations and in, in, in most situations, probably in every situation and blend in well. Um, but you ultimately kind of lose yourself doing that. And that's something also that I've, I've kind of learned as I go through this therapeutic journey. But yeah, I've been like this for forever. I know how to play the part. So if we ever last forever, that's how I know we'll fall apart. Um, number one, the first thing is two things happening there. Number one, forever isn't forever. Like there's no such thing. I don't believe it's, it's such thing as forever. So if we ever last forever, that's when I know we'll fall apart. Why? Because eventually we will. It's just the truth. Whether that be, you know, death do you part or, or breakup do you part. You know what I mean? One of those things will happen. Something will happen. Nothing lasts forever. That's just my take on it. So that's the first uh, meaning behind that line. Um, and then the second is just my outlook at that time on relationships. And like I said, you know, when Tiffany and I had first started dating, you know, the first time around, I was coming out of a terrible breakup. And my outlook on on love from that relationship was horrible. It was bleak. And then on top of that, because I wrote this song after my parents' divorce. And so that shifted my um, concept and my thoughts around love as well, relationships as well. And so it became this thing of just a very um, bad outlook on relationships and love. It was just like, bro, if we ever last forever, that's when I know it's it's going to end. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just a beautiful line because of the contrast there, right? Like forever and fall apart. Like nobody, you know what I mean? Nobody would put those two in in a sentence. You know what I mean? So the beautiful thing there is both in the meaning, um, describing where I was at that time, just in, in a headspace, but also in the expression of that, you know, just the way I used those terms, I think was just amazing. Um, some people make it way too easy. Some people got to make it hard. Uh, you can take that how you want to. Ladies and gentlemen, to be honest, uh, I didn't really have anything um, for that line. Sometimes my lines are just filler, to be honest. Um, I needed something there. And it, I mean, it still goes with the song and I still think about it. You know, I know what I'm putting on on paper or on wax or whatever. But um, that particular line, you know, some people make it way too easy. You know, love, I guess. Some people got to make it hard. Love. Um but if we ever last forever, that's when I know we'll fall apart. And so that is the first part, uh, verse, the first half of fall apart. Like I said, um, it's going to be out soon. This is going to be the next 
single. I, I did um, Timeless recently. It was fun. It was upbeat. It was poppy. But I'm back in my bag. You feel me? Um, and I'm really excited about that. And I, I'm privileged to be able to do it with this song, Fall Apart. And I'm honored to be able to share it with you guys before it came out. Um, and hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed the song. Hopefully you'll end up downloading it, streaming it, whatever, when it comes out. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. I never really know how to end these things. So I'm just going to say thank you guys for joining. Thank you guys for listening. If you were here for the first time, hopefully you'll be back. And then I can thank you for returning on the next go round. But anyway, my name is Marley. This has been the writer's block. Thank you so much for joining guys. I will see you next time. Yo, yo, if you enjoyed this episode of The Writer's Block, make sure you tune in every Wednesday. If you're an artist, you're gonna love it. I want this podcast to be your home. I want it to be a place for you to take a step back, find new inspiration, and get back to doing what you love, what you do best, and that's creating. So make sure you join me on Wednesdays, and hopefully I can get you out of that rut that we call The Writer's Block. I remember those nights stuck in my head, sun in your eyes. Stuck in my bed, yeah, yeah